I'm pulling away from the parking lot. We all know what that means. It's time for the drive to work. And I dropped my kids off at school today. Okay, so today I'm going to do something a little different. Um, I decided that I'd like to do some episodes talking about uh, other magic celebrities, people external to Wizards. I've, I've talked a little bit about people who work at Wizards. Um, so for the first one, I picked not one but two people. Uh, I'm going to talk about Maria and Megan. So Maria Bertholdi and Megan Wolf. So they are well-known, probably best well-known. They do a podcast that was originally called Magic the Amateuring that is now called Good Luck High Five. Uh, and also, I know Maria does commentary at the Mythic Championships and Megan works behind the scenes doing coverage. I'll talk about all that. But anyway, um, I want to start... Uh, this is something I'll do uh, from time to time. Just talking about different people out there. That There's a lot of people that, that dedicate a lot of time and energy to making magic an awesome community. And so I wanted to do the occasional show where I talk about them. And I'm going to pick some people that are a little more um, well-known and that I've interacted with. Um, And so I decided to start with Maria and Megan. Okay, so let's go back to the very beginning, or beginning of their magic uh, interaction. So uh, their background, I believe, is in, I think, in theater. I think both of them did a bunch of theater. They did improv together. Um... I know that uh, Maria also is an editor. Anyway, I don't know. I do not believe Magic was the first podcast they did. I think they had done a bunch of other podcast things together. Um, But they started playing Magic. And so they decided it would be fun to do a podcast from the point of view of brand new players. And so they started doing a podcast called Magic the Amateuring. And the idea was, the whole point of it was... They were sort of experiencing magic as a beginner, and the whole podcast was what magic was like as someone who was starting out. And so they recorded a bunch of episodes. They're from Minneapolis, and so uh, I think they originally did some episodes, and they didn't get, you know, I mean, as is with any podcast, you know, early on, not a lot of people necessarily are paying attention. Um, But then they did one episode, I believe... (coughs) They were talking about things they would improve with magic, I think I think was the, the episode. And in it, they got into a talk about how that the, the Pro Tour, uh, the Mythic Championship at the time, I think it was the Pro Tour, um, didn't have enough female representation both on the player side and, even more importantly, they were saying, on the, on the commentator side. And so they had an episode, and they were talking about it and why... They, they went into detail why they thought this was important. Um, anyway... I think that was the first episode that got a little bit of notice. That that they, they did a very eloquent job of explaining it. And it sort of got passed around. There was some buzz. And for the first time, people started noticing their podcast on a larger scale. Um, and one of the most important things is a guy named Hugh. Um, uh, so Hugh, uh, at the time, was the vice president of... Not vice president, sorry. The director of communications. And um, Hugh, I think from this first notice them... Uh, I'm not sure whether Hugh knows him first or Trick knows him first, but whatever. Um, this got them on Wizards, um, uh, made Wizards aware of them. And one of the things that I know is a big deal for Hugh, which, which Hugh was one of the people that was very much at the time saying, look, we need to get better with our messaging. We need to have more diversity in the kinds of people you're seeing. And he really was pushing to try to get just more different kinds of voices uh, involved in the community. And he really felt that one of the things that Wizards can do is we can highlight people. 
we can draw attention to people. And that what he was looking for is finding people that he thought were really good voices that had interesting things to say that might not be some that people had heard. Uh, and among the ones that he championed was Maria and Megan. Uh, and so that is how they first got noticed. Um, so the funny thing is, um, I was part of today's podcast is I went through and I talked about all the different times I've interacted with them. Cause I'm going to talk about sort of how I met them and everything. Um, so I just recently shot, uh, one of their, um, podcasts, which I'll, I'll talk about later on. Um, and we were talking a little bit about how we met. And so I said, uh, do you remember where we met? Uh, and so I told the story of, um, the Cowardish pre-release. Um, and Maria was like, well, maybe that's where you first remember meeting us, but that is not where we first met you. So I'll get to Kaladesh in a second. Um, so the first place they met me, um, I mean, I also met them. I just, I just, the, one of, one of the, the side effects of, of sort of celebrity is that um, when they met me, I was a designer magic thing who I was. Uh, when I met them, it was not yet at a point where I was aware of their podcast. I think Wizards must have been aware. Oh, so the place I met them, sorry, was at the Community Cup. So uh, the Community Cup was a thing. We haven't run it for a while. Um, but the idea is we invite community members from across the Magic community. Um, you know, pro players, bloggers, uh, people doing video podcasts, uh, normal podcasts. Just different sort of Magic Magic. Um, community members, and we would bring them to Wizards for a multi-day tournament, and the, the community would play against Wizards of the Coast employees. And uh, usually they would beat the Wizards of the Coast employees. So uh, it would be a multi-day event, and there'd be, they'd play on Magic Online, and there'd be a bunch of different formats. Usually the formats were um, more quirky. Uh, it was kind of reminiscent a little bit of the uh, Magic Invitational, where the formats were a little more offbeat. Um, anyway, um, the very last one we had done so, so far, uh, Megan Maria got invited, I, I assume by Hugh and Trick. Um, and so I had gone down to say hi because uh, we shoot it in, in the office. So I was like, oh, I'll go say hi to everybody. So I went down to say hi. And I ended up um, taking a picture, I think, with uh, Maria and Megan. So when it's funny, when I said to them, when's the first time we met? And I said, Kaladesh. Uh, Maria was like, well, I have a picture of you at the Community Cup. So the first time I actually met them was at the Community Cup. Um, but, okay, that's the first time I actually met them. The first time I remember meeting them was, okay, so uh, one year at PAX. So PAX is Penny Arcade Expo. Um, I, I've done a couple of them. One of the themes of today will be uh, a lot of the things I'm talking about. At one point, I've done a podcast on. So PAX, for example... I've done, I think, numerous podcasts on PAX. I specifically did a podcast about uh, the Kaladesh weekend. So for those that don't remember, what happened was uh, Kaladesh was coming out. So to do this big promotional thing, we rented... There's a theater right next door to the convention center called the Pantages Theater. It's a big theater here in Seattle. We rented out the theater, and then we ran um, the World Championship was run there. Uh, we did a big, giant... Um, Announcement for Kaladesh. Uh, that that actually, um, I think you can go still watch this. The um, so what happened was I was there to do the mechanics part of it. So uh, Jimmy Wong was the um, the host, and then different people would come out to talk about 
like I talked about um, the mechanics and I think Jeremy talked about the art and so we sort of came out and he talked to various people and we were sort of for the very first time saying here's Kaladesh and really showing off Kaladesh. Um, I was showing off the mechanics so the audience had never seen the mechanics before and this wasn't just live. There was a big audience in the theater but also we were streaming. Um, all the stuff we were doing was being streamed that weekend so people around the world could watch not just literally people who were at um, in Seattle. Um, and so I actually, by the way, I, for, uh, when we did the presentation, they really wanted me to wear a blazer. So it's one of the few times where I'm, I have a blazer. I don't really wear blazers. I would say it's a little bit off brand for me, but, uh, they really wanted me to wear a blazer. So I wear a blazer. I wear a t-shirt underneath. So, and jeans. So it, it was not too far away from my normal look, but I did have a blazer rather than a flannel. Um, although I think they picked a blazer that had a flannel like element. I don't know. Anyway, you can go watch that. Um, okay. Anyway, so we did this big thing where we, we, and so as part of doing that event, one of the ideas we had, which I thought was pretty cool, was we invited a whole bunch of magic influencers from around the world. So just people who had had a lot to do with magic from all sorts of different co- countries. And one of the people we brought in was Maria. Um, now, Megan was also there because she was doing coverage at the event. So both Maria and Megan were both at the event. Um, I think I met Maria first because Megan was busy working. Um, and the way it worked was um, we said to everybody invited, all the influencers, here's a list of Wizards employees. You can interview anybody you like. And they gave them a big list of people. Um, surprise, surprise, 100% of them, and there were like 20, uh, said that they want to interview me. So my Saturday at that event was I came in I brought a whole bunch of different shirts and accompanying flannels so that every interview I would look different. And then I just started in the morning doing interviews and I did interviews continually all day long. So I believe that on that day was my first interview with Maria. The first time I, or, uh, cause I, Megan was busy working the, sh- the thing. So I think I just had an interview with Maria. That's the first time I shot anything with them. Um, and so uh, that was my first sort of professional thing with them. Uh, and then later that day, that, n- that night, there was some sort of um, a party or something that was at a nearby restaurant, and there was like a, it was like a buffet. Anyway, I went there, and I, I that's when I first ran into them together. Uh, uh, before that, I'd only well, I'd met them in the community cup, but uh, as far as me remembering, uh, it was the first time I met them together, um, and we we chatted quite a bit. Um, I I had known of them. You know, I, I had heard about them. Uh, I don't know if I've even seen the podcast at that point, but I'd heard of them. I knew of them. And, they, they, you know, he and others that spoke very highly about them. And so it was the first chance that I had to sort of actually chat with them. Uh, and they were super nice. Um, they are both, like I said, uh, we overlap in that I, we all, um, the two of them and I all, all used to do improv uh, and acting. Um, and so, you know, we definitely had some similarities. And they, they have also a lot of geeky um, they, they are, have a lot of geeky tastes. So there's a lot of overlap. We had a lot of fun chatting with them. That was my first time really getting a chance to know them sort of, um, I don't know, off, offline or whatever. Um, so anyway, uh, and so that was my, 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 well, not my first, my first was the community cup, but the first time I remember sort of, uh, interacting with them. Okay. So the next thing that happened was, um, they pitched an idea to trick, I think. Uh, that they wanted to do, so it was called uh, the completely and unquestionably accurate history of Dominaria, 
Chapter one was Urza. Chapter two was the Weatherlight Saga. Chapter three was the Frexian Invasion. So the idea was, I think we were, uh, maybe that we were about to go back to Dominaria. I can't remember exactly. Um, no, but Dominaria had to. So it was before, it's before we went to Dominaria. But anyway, uh, they decided to do just, uh, there was, magic has a lot of stories and a lot of people are unaware of the stories. So they brought us in. Uh, so the idea was, uh, they interviewed a whole bunch of R&D members. It was me and Kelly Diggs and Ethan Fleischer and I think Doug Byer, maybe Jenna. It was a bunch of people that just knew knew the old the old time story. And so each one of us sort of went through. And the idea was we were sort of um, telling it as if you were just sort of telling it, you know, uh, if sitting sitting in a restaurant just sort of sharing a story or something. Um, and so what happened was the day we, sh- so they shot it, but the day they shot it, I forget what was going on. Somehow I, I wasn't, I wasn't in that day. There's, I had some conflict and I couldn't come in, but, uh, Megan Maria wanted me in the video. So they came back the next day. So I was the very last person to shoot for this thing. Um, and I remember what they said to me is, here's what we need. We need you to be animated and do a lot of voices, you know, do a lot of talk for the characters. Um, cause the way it worked is we would describe things. And then while we were describing it, you would see actors acting out what we were describing and whatever we said is what they would act out. So the idea as we were sort of shorthanding things and, and telling it sort of fast and loose, th- that's how they were acting it out. the actor. And then the actors didn't talk, just, we would say things. And when we say things, the actors would you know, move their mouths as if they were saying the things, although we were the ones saying it. Um, so anyway, I had I had a blast shooting that thing. That was a lot of fun. Um, oh, one of my goals of today, by the way, is that I'm telling you a lot of very... One of the things that Megan and Maria um, have done is they produce a lot of content. Uh, and so one of the reasons I am trying to uh, do more of these podcasts about um, the various um, influencers and stuff is I, I want to expose you guys to, to like... I remember when I was talking to them about their podcast, and their podcast gets, I don't know, somewhere around 10,000 viewers. Um, so this podcast, I don't know exactly, but it gets somewhere around like 50,000. So at least 80% of you have never listened to um, Good Luck High Five. So my, my goal is to change that. So part of the reason I'm doing this is to expose you guys to other community members that you might have fun. And Megan and Maria, um, they are a lot of fun. Um, uh, both of them have a lot of training in comedy. They're just, I mean, one of the, so one of the things that's happened over time is when they started, the whole shtick of the show was we're beginners, it's magic the amateur, because we are amateurs. Over time, they've actually become very good at magic. And like I said, um, Maria, for example, now does commentary at the Pro Tour. Um, well, I mean, she, she sits at the desk, but she, I mean, she's one of the commentators. Um, and you know, they've become very knowledgeable in magic. They, they, they do a lot of stuff now with the, um, the Magic Professional League, and, you know, they are well-versed. So we listen to their show now. Um, it, it is no the, the, the reason they changed the name... Oh, real quickly, for those that are wondering. So they were called Magic the Amateur for, very long, for quite a while. Um, the problem was, at some point, they, got, they were getting good enough, they weren't amateurs anymore, and the name was a little non-reflective of what they were doing. So... Um, I guess when you play online, often people will say uh, GLHF, 
which I believe stands for good luck, have fun. Um, but Megan thought it stood for good luck, high five. Uh, and Maria thought that was very funny. So when they went to rename their podcast, they ended up naming good luck, high five. So that's the name. That's now the name of the podcast. Anyway. Okay. Sorry. Back, back to the show. Uh, back to the, so, okay. So we shot the completely unquestionably accurate history of Dominaria. Um, please go watch it. It's much, much fun. Okay. The next time I interact with them would be um, at the pre-pre-release. Okay, so there's a group called Loading Ready Run, which one day will get their own their own podcast. Um, they are out of uh, Victoria, Canada, and they are uh, uh, a troupe that does online comedy and gaming material, and most of their, most even their comedy is is gaming inspired. Um, they do, uh, it's called Friday Nights, um, the, uh, the, uh, the magic video we put on our website that they do. Um, so they produce a lot of content. Um, one of the things they produce is something called the pre-pre-release. So the way the pre-pre-release works is they invite four, well, three magic celebrity people, influencers, and one uh, magic uh, wizards employee, uh, and then those four people play with four um, loading ready run people and so and the way it works is there's eight rounds uh, each person plays two different matches and then they spend one match being kind of the referee and I'm not sure what to call that position but so there's always three people on camera two people playing each other and one person that's kind of there guiding the game and just being funny and, 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 and you know talking um, so I had not done a pre-pre-release, but, um, so one of the, the, well, the deal I struck with my wife, Laura, is when my twins were born, we struck a deal that I would only travel twice a year to, to, to be, be around with my family. Uh, so once, once a year I go to, um, San Diego Comic-Con and then once a year I will go to some other event. Um, the one caveat I got when we made this deal was that when I made unsets, I could do a little bit of extra traveling to promote the unset because I don't do unsets all that often. Um, so that year, not only did I do my normal travel, but I went down to Los Angeles for um, Jimmy and Josh to do game nights. Jimmy and Josh will be another uh, podcast I will do at some point. Um, and we, I did game nights with them, and then I went up to do the, uh, the pre-pre-release for Loading Ready Run. So we did the pre-pre-release. Um, it turns out that uh, Maria and Megan had also volunteered for Unstable. I, I had told them I would do Unstable. Um, I, hadn't, I hadn't done one yet. And um, they um, had also volunteered. Uh, the, the other person volunteered was a guy named Wedge. Yet another person I will need to do a podcast on. There's a lot of magic, um, a lot of magic celebrities out there. Um, anyway, so that was the next time I got a chance to see them. And... Uh, it is the time, it's the first time I really got to spend a lot of time with them. Um, I mean, I obviously had, I mean, met them and forgot about them in the community cup briefly. Uh, and then I saw them again. Uh, we had done the video, but that was all we'd done to shot the video. Then I'd seen them, or sorry, I saw them first at, at, uh, the Cowardash pre-release. But I mean, other than the party, and even the party, I had a little bit of time to talk with them. I didn't have a lot of time to spend with them. Then they did the video, but okay, now... The way the pre-pre-release works is you get there on a Thursday night, and once again, the, the, the ongoing theme of this, this episode, I, I did a podcast on this, so you can go hear the podcast all about um, all about the pre-pre-release. Um, we got there on Thursday, we drafted, uh, then we woke up early Friday, we went on to a, a nice big breakfast, and then we played all day long 
and then after we were done, we went out to dinner. Um, so one of the things that happens as you're playing is it's a long, like, you know, there, it's a long day. There's eight different matches, and three of the matches you are either playing or refereeing, but the other five you're just in the green room. And so it just gave me a lot of chance to interact with them and get a chance to know them. Even. Like, one of the things that's a lot of fun for me uh, is I just, I, I like hanging out with me and Maria. They're a lot of fun. And, and, um, so what happened was in the event... Uh, I ended up playing again. I, I think I refereed for Megan, and I played against Maria. Is I believe what happened, uh, as far as on camera. I I did beat Maria on camera. Um, I think I went I went undefeated that day. I think I won all four of my. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, I only had two. Wait, wait, one. I won every match I played, which was two matches. And then I think the way it worked was, um, the four guests, like not the Lord and Red people, so me and Maria and Megan and Wedge. Um, went undefeated with the exception of when we played each other obviously one of us won and one of us lost so we went six and two but that's the best we can do since I played Maria and Wedge played Megan so like we had to go there's no way to do better than going six and two so we did very well um but at the end of that so Friday we shot all day Saturday I was scheduled to go back home but um Maria and Megan said please 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 can you do an episode of I don't know whether it was Magic the Amateur at the time or Good Luck High Five Let's say it was Magic the Amateur. I'm not 100% wish it was. Uh, but anyway, they said, would you mind waking up early before you go to the airport and doing a podcast? And I said, I would love to do podcasts. So that was my first time appearance. My first, so I, I that was the episode uh, I was dedicated to Unstable. So I was a special guest. We talked all about Unstable because we were there for Unstable. And I walked through, I just, we talked a lot about how the set got made and different cards. Um, and we joked around quite a bit. Uh, the other thing we had done uh, for the first time, I've done this on both my episodes, is we played uh, Movie Pitch. So the way Movie Pitch works is that you get uh, a, from whatever set is the current set usually. So for the first time I appeared, it was Unstable. The second time I appeared, it would be Thorn Vale Drain. You pick cards from that set, and then you have to pitch a movie that's the name of the card you've chosen. Uh, and one of the fun things is, A, try to just make a fun pitch, but also then everybody else is trying to figure out, oh, what, what card do they have? What's, what's the name of this movie? Uh, and I always like to pitch things that are fun and make sense with the name, but that, you, you know, like when you hear the name, you're like, of course that's the name, but, you know, it's a little harder to figure out because, like, oh, where is he going? What is he trying to do? Um, so anyway, uh, so I had an absolute blast doing uh, that podcast. I laughed very hard. Um, so one of the things, real quickly, just behind the scenes, is um, when you do improv, one of the skills that, that you, like, one of the things you learn doing improv is there's a certain sort of rhythm to comedy. Uh, and so one of the things you, that improv really helps you with is not everybody's rhythm is exactly the same. Each person has their own sort of comedic rhythm. And part of getting good at improv is understanding your fellow performer's comedic rhythm so that you're blending together. So that, like, when you really work well with somebody, you, you understand their sense of humor and they understand your sense of humor. So you work really well with each other to, to maximize making something that's extra funny because you, like, one of the things that happens is I know if I say thing A that I, I kind of know where they're going to go. Um, and so even though whatever we're doing, whatever bit we're doing, we've never done before. The fact that we just have worked before and have a good sense is we sort of see where each other's going. Um, and that's the kind of thing that I like a lot uh, when, I, when I do the stuff with Maria and Megan is 
I have a very good sense of their humor. They have a good sense of my humor. We have a very fun back and forth. Um, like one of the things that's that's very interesting is we jump right in and, and like I said, I've done two of them. I'll, I'll get to the podcast in a second. But um, they're just so, it, it's, I've done a lot of podcasts um, and I, I find the ones with, with uh, Marie and Megan to be kind of the, the funnest in that it, it, it really is, reminds me a lot of my improv days because there's a lot of um, there's a lot of back and forth that's very fun, and I, I I find it really really enjoyable. So I heartily recommend that you go and watch um, both, both my episodes. I mean, I recommend you watch more than just my episodes, but at bare minimum, go watch my episodes. They're fun. Okay, so we did. Uh, so I did that with them, uh, and we shot that. So that's the first time I done the podcast. Um, then. Um, then the next batch, I would see them occasionally from time to time at events. Um, I think the next time I saw them was, um, it was the 25th anniversary of Magic last year. And um, we decided to have, I think we had four Grand Prix around the world that were like big birthday Grand Prix. Uh, and one of them was Las Vegas. And um, normally what happens is one of my trips is like to San Diego, but the other one, I'm influenced a little bit by what, where people want me to go. Uh, and usually there's usually the, the brand team kind of gets together and goes, oh, we'd love to Mark. And then a bunch of them go, hey, Mark, how about you go to such and such? So um, I'd always wanted to go to the to Las, the Grand Prix Las Vegas. They had become, just gotten bigger and bigger and were becoming like, I mean, I, I believe Vegas probably breaks the world record. I don't know if we have the world record technically, but it's broken the world record for largest like card event ever. Um, anyway, I'd wanted to go. It was a birthday celebration. Um, I actually had gotten together uh, Peter Atkinson and Richard Garfield showed up one day. We shot a bunch of videos and those videos got shown at all the different events. Um, but anyway, I did go to one event, which was Las Vegas. Um, I had a chance to see... I, I, I think I talked a bunch with Maria. I didn't, did I see... If I saw Megan, it was very briefly there. Um, but anyway, I had a chance to see them again. Um, then the next time I saw them was earlier this year... Um, I went to a Mythic Championship slash Magic Fest in London. Um, I hadn't been out of the country for a couple of years, and there was an event in London, and I, I hadn't been in London since, like, 1999, like, Pro Tour London, uh, the, one, the one that uh, Kyle Rose won, which is long, long ago. Um, in fact, it's the, it's the event. It, it was uh, Randy Bueller's last event as a player before he came to work for Wizards of the Coast, so it was a long time ago. Um, but anyway, I hadn't been to London in a while. I thought it'd be fun to go back to London. Um, uh, also, it was the Mythic Championship. I hadn't been... Well, I'd been to a lot of Pro Tours. I hadn't been since it had changed over to the Mythic Championship. So, um, I spent some time, obviously, at the Magic Fest. And, I, you know, I did some panels and signings and some uh, spell slinging stuff. Um, but also, um, Maria and, and Megan work the Mythic Championship. So, like I said, Maria is on camera at the desk and... Uh, Megan is doing coverage behind the scenes. So I had a chance to interact with both of them again. Uh, Maria did an interview with me where I talked about War of the Spark. Um, so, like I said, I've done a lot. As, as I run through this, I've done more things than I realized um, with Megan and Maria. Anyway, uh, okay, so that gets us to last week. So, um, Maria and Megan are sponsored by, or one of their sponsors is Card Kingdom, which is a... Um, one of the people that do sell cards. And um, they uh, brought in a lot of the people they sponsored for a charity event. 
And so uh, Maria and Megan were in town for a charity event. So they did that. And then I think they went up to Victoria to see the Loading Ready Run folks. Um, but anyway, they contacted me and they said, we're going to be in um, Seattle um, on October 30th, which interestingly was my 24th anniversary of Wizards. Um, could you, could you, two things. One is we'd love to have you on our show. And second thing is, uh, could you get us some studio time in your studio? So I talked to our studio people. They were happy to have them come in. So we set up a time. And then Megan Maria uh, showed up on uh, the morning. And we shot about an hour episode. So we shot uh, Good Luck High Five. Uh, this one, the theme of this one was uh, Throne of Eldraine. So we talked a bit about Throne of Eldraine. I, I, I tried to tell a few news stories. There's a few old ones. But I tried to tell a few news stories with Throne of Eldraine. Um, they had people right ahead with some questions. So I answered a bunch of questions. And then Megan Maria had some questions for me. Um, and, and, oh, and then we did another episode of Movie Pitches. Um, which I was very happy with. I thought I thought he did some fine movie pitches. Um, and anyway, so um, I shot. That, that, that was fun. That was uh, so far. By the way, I've yet to shoot a uh, good like high five uh, in Minneapolis, which is where they normally shoot it. I shot one in Victoria and I shot one in Seattle. So um, they tend to come to me rather than I go to them. But one day, if I'm ever in Minneapolis, I promise I will swing by. And I will do one there. Um, although um, we tried, we, we we figure out ways to, to, to like. I'm I'm happy that I've been on the show twice. Um, oh, by the way, so like I said early on, um, one of the goals of me doing this is to try to get all of you um, to, to to sample if you are if you, if you aren't already familiar with Marie and Megan. Um, I would love for you to sample what they do. So let me, let me walk through a little bit what they do. Um, okay, so on Monday, they record their podcast. They record it both on audio and on video. And they also do something they call the upkeep. So the upkeep is a 10-minute clip they do that um, goes through all of the news, the magic news of the last week. So sometime, I mean, magic news can uh, ebb and flow how much there is. Some weeks, they're, it's just wall-to-wall packed because it's always 10 minutes or less. So some weeks they're struggling to get into 10 minutes and some weeks like, eh, there's some time to talk through things. Um, and they will cover everything from the high end, like tournament stuff to the more casual things. And so they're, 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 anyway, it's the one thing I get to listen to because I don't, I don't have time every week. I don't have the, by the fact that I'm doing my podcast in my car as I'm driving, I don't have a lot of time every week to, to listen to the whole podcast, even though the ones I've listened to have been very good. Um, but I do have time for the 10 minutes to listen to the upkeep. So I listen to the upkeep every week. So anyway, on Monday, they released the upkeep. On, I, I believe on Tuesday, I think they released the, the audio version of their podcast. So if you want to... So the audio and the video version are the same podcast, just the audio version. The video version takes a little bit longer because I think um, Marie will edit it a little bit. And if we talk about cards, she'll put cards in, I, I think. Um, anyway, I think Tuesday is when the audio version comes out. And Thursday is when the video version comes out, I think, I think. So I think every week there's a Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. There's things that you can see. Um, so, and as I, as I said earlier, um, there are a lot of fun things that we've done together that you could dig out. Um, I cannot recommend enough. Go watch it. The um, completely unquestionably accurate history of Dominaria. 
Um, I hope we get to do more of those at some point. Um, I know Megan and Marie are up for doing more. It's just a matter of wizards, you know, fitting in their budget. Um, but um, it is a it was a fun thing, and if you've never seen it, 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 it is. We had a lot of fun making it, and the audience response has been really, really well. So if you've never seen if you've never seen it, you're in for a treat. Um, and then uh, please go watch Good Luck High Five, and go. Uh, now the other things that you could watch if you want to get more uh, oblique. I know that they Maria did an interview with me at the Cowardice pre-release and did an interview with me about War of the Spark at uh, Modern uh, Mythic Championships Two. So there's there's a few more obscure things if you want to if you want to be a, uh, a completist and track down every interaction on screen that I've had. Uh, oh, the other thing obviously is watch the Mythic Championship. Um, uh, like I said, you can see Maria do the front desk. And you can see. Megan's behind the scenes. I don't know if she ever appears on camera. Um, I know she writes stuff, so maybe if, you, if you're reading some of the, the coverage, that obviously Megan's writing some of the stuff. Um, the other thing, by the way, for those that have never seen them, is one of the things that is a real treat, and I mean, one of the things that has been a joy for me, um, and one of the things that, the reason I decided to start this whole series is, um, I've had a lot of fun getting to know, like, one of the... Well, I don't travel a lot. I travel enough that I've had enough interaction. Um, and so my plan is I would like to do an uh, episode on Jimmy and Josh. I would like to do an episode on The Professor. I'd like to do an episode on Wedge. I'd like to do an episode on Loading Ready Run. Um, so I definitely would like to get some feedback. That the idea... I mean, I'm not saying that they're not all going to be in a row. Um, but I would like to have the occasional series where I just talk about magic community members. Uh, I mean, ones that I've interacted with. Um, so that I can sort of share some stories. Um, what are we doing here? I'm almost to work. Um, okay, so uh, to wrap up, um, I I really believe that the community, like one of the things about magic that makes magic special, is that there's so much content out there about magic. Like one of the things that uh, we always talk about. Um, is that how when you open up your first first booster pack, how much is inside sort of a thing, which is that, yeah, there's a game, and the game is awesome, but there's so much more than just the game. The magic is not just the game. That extends far beyond that. That it's almost a, a lifestyle, you know, and that a big part of that lifestyle is there's a whole community built around magic, and that community is very tight-knit, and they're, they're a very awesome group of people. And so... I've had the pleasure of interacting with a lot of them. And I mean, today I've talked about Marie and Megan. Marie and Megan are the sweetest people you've ever met. They, they are, I mean, they really, like one of the things that's funny is when I saw um, Maria in London this year, I knew we were doing the Throne of Eldraine, obviously. And I knew it was right up her alley. It's the kind of thing that she would adore. Um, I mean, she, she is known, like if, if, you, if you watch her show, um, I think she played, uh, she, on Magic Arena, uh, she wanted to level up high enough to get the cat wings for her avatar. And she really wanted the cat wings. And she was playing a lot of magic to get those cat wings. And so um, I really, really knew that, like, um, Throne of Eldrin would be upper alley. Turns out that she studied Arthurian, uh, like, she was, like, an expert on Arthurian lore. So, anyway, it was even more upper alley than I realized. Um, but anyway, I remember saying to her, um, when I saw her in London, I go, I can't tell you about the false set, but I can say, you know, if there's anybody who's going to love the false set, it's you. And so I was really happy when I saw her, but we did a lot of things. She's like, you were so right. This is exactly my kind of set. So um, 
Anyway, the reason I really want you guys to get a chance to know Maria and Megan is, A, they're very funny. Very, I mean, just very, very funny people. B, they're very sweet. Uh, just the, the way they interact with people, the way they interact with the community. They're just, they're just like, to their core, nice people. Um, and they... I have fun watching them talk about just about anything. They are, I mean, they'll mostly talk about magic if you watch Good Luck High Five. But, I mean, uh, I mean, they do other podcasts as well, by the way. Uh, they do, I know they do a, a board review podcast. So, like, if you enjoy, if you go and you enjoy them, there are other things they do beyond just magic-related things. But, I mean, today I'm more plugging the magic-related things. But um, they are also very sweet. They're very nice. Um, you know, it is every single time I've ever had interactions with them, all the videos I've talked about today, all the personal stuff, they always bring a smile to my face. Um, they're just awesome people. So I like promoting awesome people and they are awesome people. So um, I'm, I'm driving up to work right now. But what I wanted to say is if you've never checked out uh, Maria and Megan, Good Luck High Five, the old one was called Magic the Amateuring. They do a thing called the Upkeep Every Monday. Um, you know, and if you, they're they're also all over the place. You know, I think they've done. I think they had more than one pre-release. I know they've done stable. Um, if you watch around, you're doing charity things. They're they're all about. So mostly, my message of today is, if you've never experienced them, please do yourself the favor and check them out. They're a, they're a lot of fun, and I I think that you all will grow to like them just as much as I do uh, if you give them a chance. Um, but anyway. That is my podcast today. Oh, the one thing I want to say is um, I'm trying something new here with talking about magic um, influencers. A, is it something you like? Do do you want to hear more on this? I hope the answer is yes. And B, um, I'm not quite sure. I mean, this... So the the model I did for this one is I talked about them and then I sort of talked about my interaction with them since that's what I know. Um... I did a little bit of history. Like they, I talked to them a little bit, so a little bit. I shared a little bit of history of, of the stuff the show. Um, I don't know when I do this how much. Like I, I'm not quite sure the right balance of how much is it about what they do and how much about who they are and how much is it about the history. Like I don't know the quite the right balance of that. So I would like this is one of those shows where I do where I would like some little feedback in that I'm trying something and I'm experimenting with it, and so. Um, the more feedback I can get, the better off I will be for doing future episodes. Like I said, I, I really want to do talk about a lot of other magic influencers. I think there's a lot there. There's a whole bunch of really fun people, and that one of the things I hope for people listening to this podcast is um, not all of you know all of them. And so I'm hoping by doing this that I and for those that do know them, maybe I'm sharing a few fun stories behind the scenes or something that you might enjoy. Um, but anyway, that's my idea. So I would love to have the feedback. So anything you could, any feedback you could give me would be much appreciated. Anyway, I'm now pulling into Wizard. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Uh, I had fun talking about Megan and Maria, or Maria and Megan. I keep reversing how to say that, but uh, I guess it doesn't really matter. Uh, but anyway, I'm now at work. So we all know what that means. It means this is the end of my drive to work. Instead of talking magic, it's time for me to be making magic. I'll see you guys next time. Bye bye.